0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three and wife to a country music star. And I'm Jess Diamond, registered dietitian nutritionist and mom to one. And this is Meaningful Living, a community to make parenting and life a little easier and a lot less lonely. Every week, we talk to experts, parents, and answer your
1: questions to share the practical tips and real side of parenting we all need. Because when you remove the doubt, fear, and stress from everyday decisions, you create more time for the meaningful moments. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. So I have a confession. Obviously, I'm in LA right now, and I flew here from Nashville yesterday, and we planned this episode of why we shouldn't feel guilty about traveling without our kids like weeks ago. We were like, okay, that's what we're going to record then. And yesterday at seven or no, it was five in the morning. I was like, I'm taking a COVID test and maybe it will be positive, And so that I can stay with my kids. Like I was thinking of every crazy thing that I could do because I, I was like not wanting to leave the kids. And what's even crazier is that of course I could not be with my kids if I had COVID, but I was like very okay with the okay with the possibility of me having a positive COVID test, <laughs> so that I could stay home with my kids and not feel guilty that I've left them. So it's just, I don't know. I'm not an expert, and but I have done enough therapy to know that it is so important for our kids to see, you know, us traveling and and doing things for ourselves and girls trips and guys trips and. A couples' trips in a relationship and couples making time for one another, whether it's date nights or little getaways or even just mom and dad going on a walk together. I guess kids are so smart and they just pick up on everything. Like Liv knows, she's like, Mom, is it date night tonight? Like she knows that it's our time together. And we explain what that is. They pick up on everything, whether it's good stuff or bad stuff, as we all know. And what I do want my kids to pick up on is that I want my daughter to know, what she deserves and what she should expect out of her husband and what to look for in a spouse. And then same for my boys. I want them to see how to express love and how to treat their spouse. And so I think that that going on these trips, these couples trips, which is what we just went on, um, is so important, as hard as it is. And so I want to talk about that today because we also just got back like a week and a half ago from— a big trip we went on someone's birthday trip to Greece and then afterwards took like three days and we went to Turkey and just had an anniversary trip and normally as you know Jess like I wouldn't have done it that long away from the kids it felt it felt long like that I was like I'm not ever doing that again but it was I have looked at the calendar ahead, and I've seen our, our touring schedule and everything coming up, as you know, and I was like, if we don't take this time as a couple these three days tacked on to this other trip, then we're not going to get it till January, maybe. So, I mean, we get little moments of date night. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. But the guilt— did kick in and I had to do some reminders. So I want to talk about this today and I know we get a ton of questions on it. So let's
0: dive into those questions. Let's dive in. I'm so excited for this episode because there is so much guilt, but there's so much benefit of it. And I think what you were saying about the COVID test and not, you know, about coming to LA, number one, I think so many parents and caregivers go through that. But number two, I almost think like the guilt builds up Initially, like there is so much guilt before you go. Like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I want to back out. I want to back out. And then when you get there and when you're Mm -hmm. experiencing the moment, you're like, oh, this fills me up, which in turn is also going to fill my kid up. And it's important that my kid has some time away from me so that they can do everything else. They know how to get by without me around. So I'm I'm so excited about this. Okay. Where do you want to start? You want to start with Greece? Yeah, sure. Okay. What was that guilt like there? What did you do? You
1: know, that was, I'm trying to think, that was a five, no, that was a six-day trip. Just the travel there took a while. So maybe even almost seven. Gosh, so fun. We've been planning it for a while with our friends and it was so much needed. Just that like silly adult fun where you just get to like not have to be serious and, and also get to recharge a little bit of just like all right we don't have kids we could sleep in if we want and it was so awesome and then i almost had to kind of i realized like check out a little bit we tried facetiming our kids one of the first days and they were very aware of this trip going into it they they were prepped for it a few days before we talked about it and and even when we left they were like bye mommy have fun i'll miss you like it it felt very healthy, even though it was so hard for me. Again, I was like, should I stay? (laughs) Am I going to get sick? So we FaceTimed them, and I think it was just the wrong time. I don't think they were prepped for it. We've talked about this before on podcasts, but uh, the FaceTiming is really tough, and we should have just stick stuck to our videos for that particular day where we send a video. Hi, this is what we're doing. This is so fun. We really miss you guys. We love you. We're going to be home in this many sleeps because then they can send a video back. But I, I we made that, that mistake of FaceTiming at the wrong time and it just was a blow up. And that's what crushed me. I was like, oh my God, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then it wasn't until we got to, to Turkey that I was just like, all right, this is too long. And I even told Liv when we got home, we held each other so long when we we saw each other the next morning after we got home. And I said, I promise I won't leave you for that long ever again because it just, it surpassed that length of time. It was just like a week would have been great. Five days would have been great, but I, I pushed the limits on it for myself and the kids.
0: Yeah. What's your sweet spot? So, five days you feel like is like if you're going to do vacation mode, like I think there's a benefit for even going away for a night. Yeah. But the max feels like a week feels good.
1: I think a week feels good. It's enough time to like kind of decompress and then have a little fun and have a little recharge, you know, and then be really ready to come back to the kids, which so we were really recharged and ready to get back to the kids, which was fun. And I, so I'll get to that part. Sorry, it sounds like very depressing, but. When we got back, it was like, I was just so ready to jump in. I felt like my patience was so great. (laughs) And if Luca, if they were all screaming at once, it was just like I was a little bit more calmer in those moments. And I mean, it it is frustrating, but I just felt like I was ready for it. I was energized.
0: Yeah, you were recharged. And we all need to take a beat and recharge. Like we're going to be... Better versions for our kids, and like the truth is, is whether you're traveling or not, there's guilt. The guilt is all around. Like we feel guilt all the time. I was talking to a friend the other day. I'm like, we're told to, you know, work like we have no kids, but then parent like we have no job. Like there is always this guilt that comes. And so I think when we're away from our kids, it's just one of those heightened moments of guilt. But that guilt creeps up all the time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It really does. And and so I think we just have to
1: to tell ourselves, like, I'm a good parent. This is good for me, and this is good for my kids. And just, like, repeat that over and over again. Because it, like you said, it re-energizes us and helps us be better parents. And it's one of those things, like, I know that I preach, okay, go on trips, go on date nights, but I just want everyone to know that it's not easy for me. It's almost just, like, I know this is important for my marriage, and I know this is is not going to be bad for my kids. It's actually going to build— a little resilience for my kids. And so it's it's something that Tyler and I look on the calendar. We just did it the other day where we're like, all right, date night next week, this day. And it's just like, it's become systematic. And again, we're not always perfect. We don't always like right on schedule every week. It, sometimes we go three weeks without having a date night, but at least when we're aiming to do it. And then if we have like one couple's trip a year, it, it feels good. Or even like a one-night staycation, like you just said, that, yeah. that can be great. Go downtown, wherever you are, and just go get a massage, whatever.
0: Okay. So when it comes to probiotics, there's just so much confusion and misconception out there. I get so many questions about this all the time. You know, what are probiotics? Should I be taking them? What are the benefits? So in the simplest way, probiotics are simply live microorganisms that have these health benefits when they're given in adequate amounts. So they can be present in certain foods like yogurt or sauerkraut or can be taken as supplements. And they're so important because they help support so much in our body. They help with our immune system, which we all need right now, right? Digestion helps decrease bloating and our overall health. So the problem is not all probiotics are created equal. It's it's not even close. And that's why we love Seed's TSO one Daily Symbiotic. You'll get so much more out of your probiotic with Seed. You guys know Seed is my absolute favorite probiotic on the market. Haley and I both take it personally every day. I actually just started Bryce on it. They've got this amazing new pediatric blend, which is so good. You guys, Seed is the real deal. It improves digestion and eases bloating and so much more. Go listen to Ara Katz. She's the co-founder of Seed. We had her on the podcast recently. You'll learn so much. If you're ready to start a new healthy habit today, visit seed.com slash living and use code living to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 daily symbiotic. That's seed.com slash living and use code living. Honestly, it is such a game changer for your gut health. Join Haley and I and try it out today. <clears throat> What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari.
1: And I'm Stephen Colletti.
0: We're so excited to announce Dear
1: Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday, starting July 19th.
0: Available wherever you get your podcasts.
1: I'm already feeling nostalgic.
0: You know, something you said to me that just like stuck to me about like the importance of date night and importance of going out is like at the end of the day, the relationship started with you and your spouse. And so if you're Mm -hmm. not, if you're not tending to that, if you're not taking a beat away from your kids, we forget what that relationship was like before kids. And we forget how important that it actually needs some space and time where we're not on a schedule with them. We're not worried about getting them to bed in the same whole routine and just take a beat. Mm -hmm.
1: it also reminds you of like why you're so in love with your husband like oh my gosh we have so much fun together we laugh until we cry and we still have those moments at home but it's just like when we're together just one-on-one it it really does kind of like re-energize our marriage too which is also necessary because again it goes back to what i was saying with the kids like i that's so important to me and that my kids are seeing what kind of spouse that they want to find when they grow up or even what kind of people they should be dating and and what they deserve. Dr. Becky had a really great reel the other day and she said her child was upset when she was leaving for a girls' night. Did you see that one? I did. And oh so my gosh, good. it was so good. And she said, I get it. You want me to stay home so I can put you to bed. Of course you're upset and you're allowed to feel upset. And I'm going out to dinner. I know you're safe. I know you'll get through this and you'll be okay. And I love you and I'll see you in the morning. And she left and she said, I'm a good mom. And so I feel like that is just such a good reminder to be like, all right, this is okay for our kids. This is going to build that resilience for them because they're going to have to learn how to
0: cope with feelings and
1: being and us leaving sometimes
0: hundred percent. And maybe we can't use their reaction to dictate what we're doing. Cause if we say we're going out to a girl's dinner and then they start to cry and then we cancel that, we're kind of inadvertently giving the wrong message, which is like, you can't handle this discomfort. Like, I know this is too much that you then can't handle it. So I'm not giving you the opportunity, right. To learn it. Right. Right. Yeah. Can we go back for a second to that FaceTime time? So I know we talked about this before, but kids sometimes have a hard time with FaceTime when you're gone. And I've definitely experienced that. I'm like, just send a video. So it's like, I'll sometimes even read a book and send it to Bryce. It's like me reading him a book and it's on a video and he can watch it over and over if he wants. Is there anything else you guys do for your kids when you're gone? Like setting them up for the amount of sleeps? Do you leave them any gifts? Do you, is there anything else you do when you're gone?
1: Honestly, videos is like the easiest thing. I always write them a note before I leave. Um, Liv will pick like, she loves these trinkets and she's like, I'm going to hold this and I'm going to think of you every day. And so, I mean, she loves that kind of stuff. I haven't implemented all that stuff just because, especially with three kids, I don't want to have to maintain that. And But I know that it works and I know it's great. But for our life, we we travel a lot with our kids most of the time but I just don't want it to be this thing of like I don't have time to go find another gift to leave you to this to that then you know I've heard like the things where people are like oh we put a a treat on their door in the morning if they stayed in bed all night and I'm just like I mean maybe but like it's too much work and now you're going to have to do that every time. Like, why can't they just learn that that's, it's okay. You're not going to get a treat every time you do something. You're not going to get a treat every time I leave, but I might bring you back something. And so what we bring them is a little journal usually because we have so much crap in our house. That it's just like so many toys and you're always trying to figure out like, okay, what, what are we going to do with all these toys? How many times can I organize it? So what we've done is like, get a special little journal and they're like five euro wherever, wherever it is. And it's the cheapest and they love it. Now the kids are like pretending to take our orders and they, they stand there with their little pen and their journal and it's become this whole thing. And so to answer your question, you're a very long way to answer your question. We don't do that, but we bring them something on the way back
0: as a gift. I like that. Yeah, I like that. I'm all about not doing something that's not sustainable or that it doesn't make it easier for us, you know, and like letting our I know. kids feel that. So I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing it. I'm proud of you for sticking it out too. You know, I think it's important that you and Tyler had some time solo before he starts touring. Like that's major, you know, for you guys just to have some yeah, time. True. And so I'm proud of you for doing that question for when you do bring your kids. So if you do bring your kids traveling, I know there's so much guilt and stress involved with that and and sometimes it's so much easier just to leave them at home sometimes than bring them along, but you guys do a really good job of yeah. this balance. So what do you think the benefits are of bringing your kids? Like do you feel like they're getting something out of this travel at this young age? Yeah, that's a good question.
1: I mean, as a kid and growing up, I think Travel is where I learned the most in life. Even at a young age, I still remember little details of being in Europe and tasting my first croissant and, like, just, and we didn't travel fancy. It was just like we traveled Europe with my parents because my dad's from Holland. And so I remember that as a kid. And those are some of my most favorite memories. And so, and pictures to look back on too. Like, I think it's it's cool that my parents did that. And I want to create that for our kids. And I, I just feel like they they flourish when we travel. It is hard. It's not easy, especially on those those long flights. But it's so worth it when we get there, especially if we can, like, rent a house and stay for a full week or something. And I think that it just builds so much character ultimately, yeah, I think travel just builds so much character and live. I mean, every day she'll talk about, remember when we were in Italy and we did this, like it's, it's part of them.
0: And I think there's something more of like, you learn, we want our kids to learn so much and we read them books. And I feel like being there in person, seeing different food options, seeing different people, the way they look and all kind of those different cultures that even at a young age, they're starting to pick up on that stuff. So it's really nice that when you can't expose them to do it and just knowing that you're kind of also building as a family. I sometimes feel like those trips that I Mm -hmm. take family-wise, I'm like, wow, that was a lot. It was a lot to lug all that stuff, but there were those moments in there that I could never have created if I hadn't done this, if I hadn't done a moment. Mm -hmm. And it never has to be like fancy travel it can be literally anywhere it can be a staycation somewhere else but when you're getting out of this environment and just exposing them to a new environment i think there's so many benefits and so if there's anyone on the ledge wondering if they should travel with their kids we wholeheartedly recommend it it takes a lot of work but do it do it and travel without Mm -hmm. do the combo Okay, you guys, if you're pregnant, you've had a baby, you're gonna wanna listen up. Your skin goes through a lot of changes during pregnancy and afterwards, and NEMA is here to help. We're so excited to tell you about NEMA because their products are simply incredible. Mom founded and mom tested, NEMA is a sustainable luxury skincare collection created for mothers and their families. And their mission is so simple it's to create clean and effective pregnancy and postpartum solutions for wherever you are in your motherhood journey. And they do this by combining luxury ingredients with science and focusing on meaningful conversations around maternal wellness. It's actually, the company itself is founded by one of Haley's good friends, Mary Lawlessly. And Nima is inspired by the love of her children and really this desire to help moms find pregnancy skincare that was not just safe, but also felt as luxurious and effective as other skincare products. So if you're a new mom, a mom-to-be, you're going to want to add all of these products to your cart. They've got three products available. They've got a stretch mark cream, a scar treatment and a nipple and lip balm. I've been using all three and they're incredible. The scar treatment, it's truly remarkable. I also have been using it on Bryce and Josh and anyone in my family that needs it. So it is amazing. All of their products are vegan and hypoallergenic and dermatol, let me read you that and dermatologist approved, and they feel so good on your skin. They have been my new go-to gift for all the new moms in my life. You can purchase their products from their website, nema.com, that's N-E-M-A-H.com, and use code Nema at checkout for 15% off. That's code Nema at checkout for 15% off. Go check them out. Your skin, your stretch marks, your scars, they're all gonna thank you. So you guys, this episode is also brought to you by us at Meaningful Living. We really wanted to take a second to tell you about our Feeding Your Baby Solids course. So if you have a baby, if you have a baby three months or older or know a parent to be, this is the course. If you're ready to start solids, if you're dreaming of having a kid that will eat everything, this course is for you. So I can tell you as a dietitian mom, I promise you, I know how overwhelming starting solids can be, which is really why we created this course, because there is so much misinformation out there that shouldn't be out there. And it frustrates me that it exists. And solids should be something that we feel confident feeding our baby. We should feel confident. in because when we feel confident, we can do it in the way that we intend to do it. So this class was all designed to give you the simple practical tips so that you can thrive with feeding your baby, whether that's purees or baby lead weaning or a combination of the two, we cover it all in this class. It's actually the class that I taught Haley years ago that's just drastically changed the way that she thinks about food and feeds her kids and really the reason we started all of this. So... So it is all in a digital format. It is these small, short little videos that you can watch on your own time at your own pace. You get lifetime access. It's incredible. We cover all of the practical information you need. So we answer all your questions. We even answer questions you didn't even know you had. We cover cup drinking and purees and table food and baby led weaning and choking versus gagging what to feed your baby, when to feed them, how to do it, recipes, high allergen foods, the products we love and what products are kind of the highest yield to actually get when you start. We even cover baby sign language. So how can you start communicating with your kid before they have words at during meals, which is so powerful. So we have you covered. It's going to help you thrive when feeding your baby, but all these skills are going to carry into toddlerhood. So if you have a baby three months or older, you're definitely going to want to take this class. It's also the best go-to gift. So if you have a, know a mom to be, or a parent to be, gift this course. And because you're a listener, we've got a coupon code for you. So head to our website, MeaningfulLiving.com. You know, it's with two L's and use the code FULL to get the course for only $25. That's lifetime access, all of the resources, everything, $25. So use code FULL to get this course for $25. It will decrease picky eating from the start and help you raise an intuitive eater and probably one of my favorite courses I've ever taught.
1: I so, so agree with that. And I mean, yeah, it doesn't have to be crazy travel to Europe, but I remember my mom would always save up her miles and points. And like that was our thing that we did. Like we saved up airline miles and then we would travel. And, and I, I just think those experiences are so special and they learn the most from those
0: hundred percent. I am so much more of an experience person than I am like a thing person. Like I would a hundred percent take like a birthday trip away than I would a birthday present. Like I'm all about those memories of planting them in a different place because that's gifts come and go, but memories last forever. And so I'm, I'm Mm -hmm. so into
1: that. And I like that you said it's exposing them to different cultures. And I think ultimately that's what I want. Like I want My kids to be open minded. And I'm not going to lie, it's not easy when you're in your little bubble of whatever city you're in. We get in our routines and we get in our bubbles. And the bubble that we're in in Nashville, like there's not a whole lot of diversity. Like Nashville is growing and it's getting more diverse. But when we fly overseas or even just like go to a different state, I love that they're learning a different culture, even if it's Mm -hmm. like, California culture or back East. Like it's different and it's very cool. And Tyler and I both, that's like our favorite thing to do is just experience new cultures. Being in Turkey was like, I feel like our eyes were wide open the whole time. Like, wow, this is incredible. I mean, we went into a mosque and I've never been into a mosque before. And it was just like, wow, this is really cool. And he taught us about all the different things. And it's just I, I love learning about all the different religions so I can understand the world and people better. And so that's just what I want for my kids too.
0: Completely. And I think just being exposed to different languages, like languages and accents. Like I even think that it's really funny. I mean, I sent you the video, like Bryce talks like Tyler now, like he fully does the Tyler accent. I and, <laughs> I, and at first so I just like laugh, but then I realize, like, wow, he's imitating an accent that he doesn't hear a lot of and like he's actually imitating it now. So I think hearing people that talk differently than us, I think has a lot of benefits. Totally.
1: And what's funny is Luca, when we were in Italy, you know, words have been few and far between and actually that's going very well. And we can talk about that another day. But when we were in Italy, he was speaking more Italian? <laughs> like when we'd say, say ciao, like he would say ciao. I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, you're not speaking English, but you're speaking Italian. And he does it with other languages. We're like, who
0: are you? That's so, that's so funny. Oh my gosh. I know. Luca, maybe you're supposed to be an Italian baby. I'll, I'll take you there. I know. He's, oh,
1: he's something and lots of Spanish it's words, but English is taking a little bit.
0: It's <laughs> amazing. Okay. So moral of the story. Travel, there's guilt all over. Don't let the guilt stop us from doing the things that are right for us and our family. Like, I, all of these, like, I I don't know what it is about today, but I was on Instagram. I'm like, stop with all these shoulds, stop with all this guilt. Like, let's just do what's right for us and just move forward. And we are, we know what's Mm -hmm. best for our kids. And sometimes we have to get through that discomfort to teach them that they can get through discomfort too.
1: Mm hmm. I was just going to say this, and this is just my own experience and take it for what it's worth, but leaving kids seems to get harder and harder the older they get. Obviously, they're very much more aware of it. I wish I would have known that when Liv was really young, and now I tell parents, I'm like, go, like new parents. I'm like, go, just go. Go on your little trip. They're never going to know. And they're never going to give you guilt about it. They're never going to cry about it because they won't know. And it's it's so funny because I just thought, oh, it'll just get easier because I can explain it to them. No, it is the opposite.
0: It is totally the opposite. I mean, it is like a three-day prep over here for any time. Like, if we're going anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, and then Bryce will ask us, like, when is that? When are you going? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So doesn't mean you shouldn't yeah. shouldn't do it, but I'm all for that early travel. Yes, before like ten months, just or even a year, just go for it. Yes. All right. So, moral of the story: travel with your kids, travel without your kids. Don't let that guilt, you know, bubble up and prevent you from doing things that are really hard to do. But in the end, fill us up and fill our kids up and teach them this resilience that they need and that separation and. Let's all try to do the uncomfortable. And Haley, I loved this episode so much. Me too. And when you guys are about to leave for your flight and you're
1: thinking maybe I should just miss my flight, it's going to be so hard, but just walk out the door. Just leave and just do it. It'll be so worth it. And But it is hard. Know that it's hard and you are not alone.
0: You are not alone. And you'll probably have tears streaming down your face. And that is okay. If you are crying when you leave your kids, that is okay. Yep. <laughs> We
1: hope you found something meaningful from this episode. It'd mean the world to us if you'd take a second to rate, review, and follow the show and tell your friends about it. It's the best way to support the show.
0: And if you have any questions you want us to cover on the show, call our voicemail line at 833-444-FULL. We want to hear from you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com for resources, courses, and to shop our favorites.
1: Can't wait to see you next week.